understanding the end times. We are going to be talking about this subject today. Welcome to another episode of the Mondo Show. My special guest today, I got to do it the right way. Come on. You're wearing a suit. I'm all laid back and <laughs> looking like I need getting saved again. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> Reverend Dave is president and CEO of End Time Ministries and the son-in-law. I love this. I hope you never get tired of us introducing no, you this never. way. The son-in-law of our dear friend and the late Dr. Irvin Baxter, one of the greatest Bible teachers that we got to experience yes, to get to hear and be able to be around him. And now Reverend Dave has taken the reins over and has accelerated to where we are right now. Yes, he is the host of the End Time Show. I want to tell you something. You got to tune in to the Voice of the Prophets Network, the PTL Network, because every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. He is talking about what's happening right now. You can also watch him on Facebook Live almost every single day, I believe. Yeah, you're on. Absolutely. Welcome back bless, to the program. Absolutely. I love you. We just finished taping two hours of the Jim Baker show, yeah. which, by the way, thank you for being kind to Jim and Lori. Yeah, absolutely, man. Can I, I ask you them. this before we get talking? Jim and Lori Baker, that name has a lot of weight behind it, has yep. a lot of weight in front of it. Yep. Most people are afraid to identify with people that have been broken and bruised. Sure. Does that make you nervous? No. No, I've, I've been broken and bruised in my life. Come on. That's why you're here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very believe it. My dad left when I was six years old and left us homeless. Ooh. And we stayed with whoever my mom could get let us to stay with them. So I'd, I'd come from horrible background. So I'd... I'm all into all this stuff. Well, everything you guys do, I know your background. I know their background. And I love it because God can restore anybody. Ooh. Doesn't matter. There's power in restoration. Come on now, restoration. Better believe it. Oh, man. God's and, all about restoration. And, and you know what? God wants to restore you. He wants to restore your faith. He wants to restore prophetic words. And I want to tell you something. We are in that hour with everyone is trying to understand the end times. Reverend, when you have Joe Rogan, you know who Joe Rogan oh, is? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. When he's got questions about the end times, yep. I think we are already there. Yeah, yeah, we are there. They're looking at it from a different lens right. than the Bible. Right. And I got to start with the Bible because, listen, it's not my opinion that is going to change your mind about the end times. If it's not about the Word, I want nothing to do with it. There's a lot of programs out there that are giving you their opinion. I don't care about my opinion. What does the word says? That's right. what changed my life was the word of God is reading it every day, not worrying about what my opinion, if I can shape it. No, no, no. If it's not in the word, you better watch what you say. Be careful who you listen to. They sound pretty. They sound nice. <laughs> but biblically speaking, they're so illiterate that if you don't catch it, you're going to be fooled. You're going to be caught unaware believing a a deceptive lie. Oof, I'm already, I'm, a, I'm already in <laughs> trouble on. in my own program. <laughs> Listen, grab your Bible, the Bible that your grandma gave you. Yeah. Dust it off. Let's talk about the end times because a lot of what you're researching may not be what the Bible is telling you right. about. Be careful what you Google. Be careful what you YouTube. Be careful who you follow. 
Because I can tell you that after 25 years of being with Pastor Jim Baker and a lot of other people that have read and, and studied the book of Revelation, you begin to understand that not everyone has the revelation of the revelation. Mm. But if you want to be blessed and you're looking for a blessing, I believe this is what the Bible says. Revelation chapter 1. Can I start there, Reverend? Yeah, absolutely. Is it okay if That's I use the word? perfect place to start. All right. Chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Come on. Reverend, how in the world do we understand the end times? Well, a lot of people have said nobody can understand the end times, so why even study it? Well, there was a time when people couldn't understand, Mondo, and this is very, very critical. In the book of Daniel, Daniel, most of the book of Daniel, if you'd ask a kid coming up in Sunday school, what's the book of Daniel about? They would say, Daniel and the lion's dinner, the three Hebrew children, and those are in the book of Daniel. But most of the book of Daniel is Bible prophecy. Ooh. And so God gives the Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7, and just all throughout God gives these visions and things to Daniel. And then he's in Daniel chapter 12, the final chapter, he talks to him about the great tribulation and all these things wrapping up. And Daniel says, when are these things going to happen? And the Lord says, this is very key. He says, no, Daniel, you close up and seal this book. You're going to lay with your brethren. You close up and seal this book because it's for the people of the time of the end. So he, Daniel wrote about the five empires, Nebuchadnezzar's vision, the five empires, that would rule the world from Nebuchadnezzar to the second coming of Jesus Christ, about the modern nations that would be on the earth, all these different prophecies, even Alexander the Great in Daniel chapter 8. Well, then he says, what are these? Nope, close up and seal, it's from the people of the time of the end. So the apostles, in Matthew 24, Jesus said, no man knoweth the day or the hour. Okay, that, that yeah, right that, that's there. That's very key. That, that's key. Uh -huh. Now, a lot of people use that to kind of push back and said, well, listen, no one knows, so I'm okay right. living the way I'm They're living. Right. Okay, go on. But, right, so the word knoweth, K-N-O-W-E-T-H, is the present tense form of the word know. So 2,000 years ago, none of the apostles could understand the writings of Daniel. The, the Holy Roman Empire, the, the revived Holy Roman Empire wasn't here yet. The modern nations, the Great Britain, the United States, Russia, Germany, and the, um, the current European Union, they weren't even established on the earth yet. Um, and so 2,000 years ago, they couldn't understand. In Acts chapter 1, they asked the Lord, uh, after he had already risen from the dead and he was getting ready to ascend into heaven, will you at this time restore your kingdom? And he said, no, it's not for you guys to know the times. And so, but he was telling us there will be a time at the time of the end when people will be able to understand these things. So now here we are, in my opinion, just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ, and Daniel, <clears throat> Daniel eleven thirty two and 33, uh, the Bible says, during the time of the Antichrist, that they that do know their God shall be strong into exploits, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many. He's talking about us, the people of the time of the end. Uh, Jesus said, when you see the, this is Matthew in the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24, uh, verse 15 through 21. When you see the abomination of desolation occur, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, whoso readeth, let him understand. And then the 1 Thessalonians 5, 
The Apostle Paul says, men and brethren, you have no need that I write unto you about the, the coming of the Lord, because you yourselves know that that coming comes as a thief in the night. But then he goes to speaking from them to us, and he says, but you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day would overtake you as a thief. You're, ch you're not children of the night, you're children of the day. So watch and be sober. That's 1 Thessalonians 5. So he was saying, you guys right now, you're in darkness. That day is going to come as a thief in the night. But for those that are watching and are sober, there's coming a time when you will understand, and it's not going to overtake you as a thief. And then um, John in Revelation 13, verses 16 to 18, says the Antichrist and the false prophet, they're going to give everybody a unique identification number in their right hand or in their forehead, without which you're not going to be able to buy or sell. And then he says, let him that hath understanding count the number of the name for it's the uh, count the number of the beast for it's the number of a man in his numbers 666. So Daniel, Jesus, the Apostle Paul, and John all said that we could understand these end times, but not back then. It was for us, the people of the time of the end. Now, when we get to, we're here in 2023, most, uh, some people taught, you know, 88 reasons why he's going to come in yeah. 88 and all of a sudden. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is once you finally start to understand these things, then you can say, oh my goodness, the modern nations Daniel talked about, yeah. they're here. The world government's established. It's here. The world religion is, is being established. We're watching precursors to a global economic sanctioning system, which is what the Mark of the Beast is all about, economically sanctioning you and me to get us to bow down to the edicts of the world governing body. That's already being put in place, and that's why they're trying to move us off of a cashless society onto a digital platform because they can control everybody just with the click of a button if they were able to implement a totally cashless society. Well, now you have the United Nations who works with the Better Than Cash Alliance. Yeah, That entity is solely created to move governments and different entities off of cash onto a totally digital platform. And once that happens, then they would be able to roll out the Mark of the Beast. Um, and I don't think it'll be ro rolled out to every single nation on the planet, but to most nations it will be. And so are we in the end time? That's easily uh, proven. And so that's why we wrote the, our, the new book and the, the new DVD series, because that's called Understanding the End Time. A lot of people want to know about the Federal Reserve and the what's yeah. really going on with inflation and down here on our border and the world government. Who's really behind all this? What's going on with Donald Trump? Well, once you understand the, the biblical foundations of Bible prophecy, once you get that, and then you look through that lens at everything going on in the world, you'll say, oh my goodness, I understand there's going to be a World War III. So now I understand what's going on in the Middle East. I understand a world government's being created. This um, Parliament of World's Religion, when they meet, I know what that's all about. That's all about creating a, a, an end-time world religious system. And all of these efforts, central bank digital currencies, that's all heading pointing us towards the, the mark of the beast. So yeah, we can understand the end times right now, Mondo, because we are living in the time when God told Daniel, close up and seal your book, because it's for the people of the time of the end. Listen, I want you to get this book today, Understanding the End Time. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to Google this subject and not get the answer that you're looking for. It's going to lead you into trails that may not get you back to the book. Right. And I want you to know something. It's so dangerous out there because you got a lot of Facebook prophets. You got a lot of <laughs> YouTube preachers. And you got a lot of. And I'm, listen, I'm, I don't got nothing against you, but I do have something against the fact that you get out of God's word right. and give people your opinion and scaring people to death, yet 
the whole revelation is to give you hope that if your hope is in Jesus, then you can understand the revelation of the end times. I mean, the fact that it started with blessed. It didn't say get ready because I'm going to scare the pants out of you. Get ready because I'm going to destroy you. Get ready because I'm coming after you. No. No. He said blessed is he. Oh, you can't even say he anymore. You guys are he, she, the, she. They, them, <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. That's how you know we're, we're in a different oh. world today. Yeah. But understanding the end time, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to endtime.org slash PTL, and it's opened up the whole catalog of every product. But there's two of them that I want you to get. Number one, understanding the end time book. And you have to get this Understanding the End Time DVD. This is over 14 hours of information that as you're reading, you can watch, take notes, bring your friends along with you. Listen, it's time for you to get to know about the end times. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about so many different events that will take place, yet there's so much confusion, Reverend. Why do you believe that prophecy... End time ministries, not your ministry, but mm-hmm. end time ministries as in general yeah, yeah. are so confusing. It's like, I got to get this portion right. I got I'm the right one. They're the wrong right. one. At the end of the day, I just want somebody, and I found you, mm. that helped me make sense of what's happening right now. Mm. But why is there so much confusion in the end time ministries out there? Well, I can tell you, the Bible says God is not the author of confusion. So if somebody's very, very confusing out there, then where'd it come from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, now, so what I'm saying is, is that God meant for us to understand the prophecies. I just told you about, about that. Even Jesus Christ prophesied that let him that hath understanding or he whoso readeth, let him understand. So the thing is, is that Satan loves to confuse people. He can get people off of the right track. And I'm not saying everybody out there, some, some people are doing the best they can to understand Um, but God does want us to be able to understand if Satan can muddy the waters and get people's mind on all kinds of different things, you know, there's a a meteor coming to blow the planet up and, you know, spaceships are going to fly out and then they're going to prophesy over you and da, da, da. Okay. That makes people get totally disillusioned with the whole thing. And I don't even want to study any of it, even this book. So if he can get you off this book, prophecy is not going to save you. This book will. So what we do is we use prophecy to build people's faith in the Word of God. Jesus said, I tell you these things before they come to pass, that when they come to pass, you might do what? You would believe. Prophecy builds people's faith in the Word of God. Then when I use that Word of God to show you salvation and teach you the gospel of the kingdom of God, then you'll say, oh my goodness, I believe. So Satan is a master at muddy in the waters. He'll get people to say, well, man, that sounds right, but... Then this happened, and that proved, you know, you said he was coming back on September 23rd, and then it doesn't happen, and everybody goes, these guys are all prophecy nuts. Okay, God doesn't, God is not, God's not the author of confusion. And also, the Bible says that God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. So if you teach prophecy trying to scare people into giving you money or whatever, okay, that's not what we're trying to do. It's not what God's trying to do. I'm teaching Bible prophecies because I'm building people's faith in the Word of God. Also, it helps us to know the times and the seasons, what's coming ahead of us, how can we prepare for things, what should I not participate in in the end time, 
because it's of eternal consequences? And what do I absolutely have to participate in in the end time? And it also gives me hope. Daniel chapter 7, the Bible says that uh, there was a remnant of Jews, Daniel 7, 1 through 8. And then the Bible talks about a multitude of no man could number out of every kindred, people, tongue, and nation. That, the Bible says, that is our blessed hope, that we will go to be with the Lord when he returns. Between now and then, will we face some things? Yeah, we probably will. But when you have a hope, I believe that probably people's most mortal fear on the planet is not knowing when I die where I'm going. That's it. But if you can have that settled and you know, man, if I don't wake up in the morning, I know where I'm going to end up. It takes the fear factor out, Mondo. You can, you can walk through things in, the, in this life and all the way to the second coming of Jesus Christ. You can walk through it with a, with a hope that says, okay, I'm going to make it. My family's going to make it. And I'm going to get everybody else I can to go with me. That's what this is all about. It's, there's a message of hope. This book, it, we talked about restoration. Yeah. The Bible says God was in Christ reconciling the world unto him. Reconcile, bringing them back together. Sonship was lost with Adam and Eve, but that was regathered back together when Jesus Christ died on Calvary. And so that is our blessed hope. That's what the book of Revelation, that's with all these prophecies. If you're scared, number one, you may not understand. Number two, you may need to check your relationship with the Lord. But if there's no, there's no, if any prophecy taught incorrectly will not bring about fear, it brings about a hope in the end time. I have to ask you, my look at my time. There's about 10 minutes left. You think I can ask these two questions? It's in the book. And I think when it comes to economics, it makes the world go around. Mm -hmm. Religion makes the world go around. Right. In your book, you deal with end-time world governments. Chapter 10, you deal with one world religion, yes. part one, and then part two. Mm -hmm. Before our time is gone completely, huh. how do I prepare for the end-time world government? So the, th the same way that the apostles did. The apostles were under, the everything in the New Testament was done under the reign of a world government. And it was Rome ruled the world that, during that time. Jesus was, a, Jesus was crucified by Roman soldiers. That's why there were Roman soldiers there. That's why he was taken before the Roman judge Pontius Pilate. Rome ruled the world. But what, what was their driving force in the end time? Jesus said, I come to seek and save that which was lost, and I must go and teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God into all these cities. And then he told his disciples, you go teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. So what's my job in the end time? My job under the reign of a world government, eventually, will be teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Anybody who is called by God to be a minister, man or woman, is called to teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. That's my driving mission throughout the end time. Am I worried about the Antichrist? No. Am I worried about the world government, the world religion? No. I need to understand about them because I cannot ever pledge allegiance to the world government. The Bible says everyone whose name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life will pledge allegiance and worship him. The Bible says in the end time, Mondo, in Revelation 13, that they will actually worship the dragon, which is Satan. And if you worship by worshiping, the Antichrist, you will actually be, in essence, worshiping the dragon. And also, mm. if I know the truth and I'm studying the Word of God, preaching and teaching the true gospel of the kingdom of God, I will never go against this Bible and conform and pledge allegiance to the end-time world religious system. I know of major Christian evangelical religions right now that have already signed documents of justification with this stuff, 
that are being pulled up into that. A lot of their lay people don't know anything about it. But when I've, I've talked to them and said, hey, that happened back in 99, they're like, no way. And I said, well, go check your, go check your bylaws. Go check your, um, what your, the uh, heads of your organizations have done, your board members, because they've signed you guys onto this stuff, and people don't even understand. So there are many religions. Um, just at the recent Parliament of World's Religions, one of the main ladies who was over one of the boards of the whole thing was a Wiccan, which is a witch. And she was promoting earth worship. Well, Pope Francis is in on earth worship with his Laudato Si. He's talking about, anytime talks about eco-spirituality, ecology spirituality, yeah. that's earth worship. That's paganistic. And I've got an article from the lady who was over one of the big uh, breakout groups at the just the recent Parliament of World's Religions where uh, she says e uh, eco-spiritualism is paganism, which is Wiccans, earth worship. Before we had a Bible, most people worshiped the sun, the moon, the stars, yeah. and all this. It was earth worship. Now here we are coming full circle, and we've got major Christian, I'm, I'm going to say quote-unquote Christian organizations that are getting back into earth worship, and it's horrific. Well, if you understand world government, world religion, and all these different prophecies, it will help you not to want to be a part of any of that. And so... It's very important. What's my goal in the end time, Mondo? In the face of the Antichrist, the world government, the world religion, I've got to be an evangelist. I've got to evangelize, just like the apostles, just like Jesus, under the reign of a world government. When we're under the reign of a world government, my job is to evangelize, seek and save that which is lost, and then I have a hope of eternal life at the very end. That's my mission until I hear that trumpet sound. Wow. Get ready to pray for us. Come on. Listen, I want you to order this book today, Understanding End Time. Or time is flying. The most important thing we can do with you, for you, alongside of you, is be able to introduce you to the King of Kings. That if you don't know him in your heart, we're going to give you an opportunity right now to be able to pray this prayer. But before we do that, I want you to get this book, Understanding the End Times. Why is it so important? Because it's going to affect what you believe in. Whether you believe in God or not is going to affect what you believe in. Where you spend your money is going to change. The transactions from one place to another is going to be centralized by a government that is trying to control you. Whether you believe in God or not, the whole purpose is to control the soul of a man and a woman. They're trying to... Listen, we can spend hours and hours trying to let you know, but if you don't read it for yourself and if you don't watch it, Make the attempt to get to know what the Bible says about the one world religion. What does the Bible say about a one world government? What does the Bible say about is America in the end time prophecy? What is Israel? What is, what is the role of Israel in the last days? What is your role for the last days? In this book, you are going to experience what your role is. I've never seen anything like what I'm seeing today, Reverend, of people don't understand what their purpose Come is. On. I can tell you that when I came to the Lord, I had to understand that I, I needed to stop chasing the call of God. I needed to stop chasing the, the gifts of God. I needed to align in the will of God that I can grow in the giftings of God and develop the call of God in my life. But if you're not aligning in the will of God, 
The gifts don't matter. The callings don't matter because then you're out of his will. We got to get back. And that will of God is to know him in an intimate relationship kind of way, mm -hmm. to get to know him. He is crazy about you. Amen. Reverend, can you pray the sinner's That's prayer me. with us? Lord, I truly thank you for your many blessings. I thank you for your reconciling power. We talked about restoration earlier. The Bible says God was in Christ reconciling the world unto him. Lord, if anybody out there needs to repent, needs to be born again, I ask you to be with them today to forgive them of their sins, Lord, and to help them to know you more and to be restored unto you by the power of the blood you shed on Calvary. Lord, we thank you today. And I like just like you told Nicodemus, except a man's born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God. If there's anybody listening today who has not been born again, God, I ask you to be with them and to help them on their spiritual journey to know you more. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this ministry and gathering us all together that we might know you more through the word and through the spirit. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you pray this prayer, amen. get this material in your hand. A lot of people want to know, how do we understand the times that we're in right now? And thank God that God has given information, revelation of what's happening right now. Understanding the end times. I'm going to put a link on the screen. I want you to go get the book. And while you're there, I want you to get the 14 DVD set. Understanding the end times. Why is this so important? Because God is going to grow you in a way that is going to accelerate you all the way to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. There is no time to waste anymore. There's no more about waiting on the sidelines. No, we, we got to accelerate and, and move when God moves and get into the same rhythm of the vein of the Spirit of God because we got to win more souls. Man. I need your help. The PTL Network needs your help every month. Listen, I got one passion, and that is to win souls by any means necessary. Even if I have to ask you to support this network, support this program, why? Because we got to win one more for the kingdom of mm -hmm. God. And if it's through television, if it is through knocking on doors or doing outreach, we got to do whatever it takes. And guess what? This gift, you don't even have to explain it. Say, I want you to read this. Yes. And then let's talk about it. And I want to get your opinion on it. That's good. Don't even preach to them. Come Just on. say, I want your opinion about this because I want to understand this. I want to tell you something. They're going to be more receptive. But God has a plan. Because in the middle of their research, trying to prove you wrong, trying to give you their opinion, the power of the Holy Spirit is going to hit them in the middle of watching this DVD 3 probably. <laughs> because God is that way. Yes. He Amen. interrupts your plan. So go to the website, endtimes.org slash PTL, and help me stay on the air. Help me to continue to win one more for the kingdom of God. Amen. Help me. Help this ministry to stay on the network. Why? More than ever, we need voices like Dave Robbins to be able to help us interpret the times and the seasons that we're in right now. I'm a student of the word. I've been doing this for 25 years, but I can tell you I am hungry more now yes, yes. than I was 25 years ago because I want to win one more for the kingdom that if everything I went through in my life was for this moment to ask you for help, then I'm going to do it. I need your help today. Pray about standing with me. Pray about going to the website and giving that donation today and become a partner today with the PTL Network Man. and help me reach one more for the kingdom.
understanding the end time DVD yes. set, understanding the end time book. Yes. Go to the website today. Reverend, God bless it's you, always good to see you. Absolutely. I promise next time I'll dress up. Remember <laughs> or this. Or I may dress down. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this. Keep the faith. God It'll bless. be all right. Amen. God bless you. Bless Bye-bye. You all. Uh-huh.